Welcome to The Art Career, a space breaking barriers by letting you sit in on candid, straightforward conversations with leading art professionals in visual arts, writing, music, theater, and film. I'm your host, Emily McElreath, and I invite you to join me for inspirational conversations with icons of our generation. We dive deep into topics like self-development, career trajectories, mental health, social justice, and the artists that have changed our lives. With each episode, our mission is to empower you, expanding your journey through the arts. Join us for new episodes every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. The Art Career is thrilled to announce its partnership with Glimpse. Glimpse Guides are a collection of luxury guidebooks with an outstanding social mission we are proud to support. Featuring the best of hotels, restaurants, activities, and itineraries, For each featured city, Glimpse Guides also include recommendations and travel tips by a curated selection of tastemakers. The most exciting part of Glimpse Guides is 100% of their profits go to Give a Glimpse, which provides funding for educational travel scholarships for underserved students. What is better than that? Glimpse believe that travel is the most important form of education, and it is their mission to send as many deserving students abroad as possible. Glimpse also offers luxury trip design services with VIP perks like early check-in, room upgrades, restaurant and spa credits, welcome gifts, and more. Glimpse has quickly become our one and only travel planner. Go check them out at glimpseguides.com. And tell founder Jordan Rhodes that the Art Career Podcast sent you. Sarah Potter is a celebrity psychic medium, tarot reader, and professional witch based in New York City. Her spiritual guidance has been sought after by thousands of private and corporate clients as her work has been profiled by Forbes, Refinery29, InStyle, Teen Vogue, and countless other publications. As a resident tarot reader and witch at both Cosmopolitan and Bust Magazine, the natural step in her tarot journey led her to create her first book, The Cosmo Tarot, the ultimate deck and guidebook via Hearst Home. Sarah's dedication to making magical modalities a practical and accessible part of everyday life has led her to become one of the most prominent faces of modern-day witchcraft. Her writing on witchcraft, magic, and tarot is featured in Cosmopolitan, Astrology.com, Bust Magazine, and Shondaland. We are so thrilled to have Sarah be with us on the podcast for this two-part season finale. This week, we're going to be talking to her and our listeners will be getting a reading. And next week, Sarah has generously offered to create a ritual for inspiration for all of our listeners that will be gifted to us all and release next week on the podcast. Hi, Sarah. Hi. 
I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. We met, well, last year. Everything is last year right now because we're at the beginning of 2024. I want to say it was over the summer. We met for a mocktail at at Soho House, right? <laughs> we did, yeah. Which is like, yes. so I, yeah. So that does not <laughs> represent... Emily or Sarah's brand at large, but we did meet at Soho House, which is a it's a great place. Um, anyway, we started talking about having you on as a guest. I really love what you do. I love the way your creativity drives your work as a witch. Um, I've been very drawn to your aesthetic. And then I got to meet you and know you and your energy. And I just thought it would be such a treat. I sound like a grandmother, but it would be such a treat for our listeners to meet you and and talk to you. And we're going to do a reading for our listeners. And then you guys are in for a really big treat on the next episode in this season finale miniseries, Sarah is going to be gifting all of you a ritual for inspiration. Uh, so with that said, hi, Sarah. Hi, Emily. I'm so, so happy to be here. I'm so happy to have you. Uh, you're in Jersey. You're a Jersey girl. I am a Jersey girl. I've lived in Manhattan a long time, but... <sighs> When you have like the Jersey Shore, you can't just, get rid of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Sarah does these. Um, I, I'm going to botch it. Are they full moon ceremonies at the Asbury? You've got that. Yeah. It's okay. Wonderful. And I've yet to join one, but I'm really looking forward to it. And I'll add all of that information in the show notes. So. All right, Sarah, I I feel like before we get into anything, I just wanted to start, we had kind of a long conversation last week where we really touched upon the responsibility of a witch and how oversaturated the industry is right now with bullshit and how important it is to really do your homework uh, because it can be not safe. So I just wanted to kind of start there. It's kind of an ethical way to start. And if you could talk a little bit about that. Sure. Well, you know, something that I really love about being a witch is that there's so much of it that is self-guided. So I'm not here to tell anyone how to be a witch or how to conduct their business. I just know how I conduct myself. And I think it's really important to be in tune with the connection to the universe and all other living beings and to operate with honesty and integrity. And, you know, I think if you're looking to get a reading, I think it's good to follow your intuition and see where it guides you and who you're connecting with, because there's so many different ways to do this work and so many different modalities. So I like to think that if you trust yourself and you trust that inner sense that you get when you're maybe perusing someone's social media or their website or whatever, pay attention to how you feel 
and then you'll find the right person to work with. But I think it's so cool. I, I mean, there's so much witchcraft. There's so many witches. And so I love it. I think everyone has the power to be a witch. And I mean, I think it's fantastic that the internet waves are, are flooded with witches. And so you have, if you're looking for a witch, you have plenty of options out there. Well, I love that so much. You're kind of um, glass half full, and I'm 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 a little empty. I'm I'm a bit more of a cynic, but you're right. I mean, there is such a sense of freedom. I mean, truth be told, I consider myself a witch. You know, I I really really do. I always have. I don't really say that a lot because there's, and we'll get to that. We'll get to skeptics, but. I've seen magic firsthand, you know, I've manifested enough in my life to really believe. And I think for me, for, for me as my identity as a witch, it's mostly my connection to nature, really. I mean, and that's always been my driving force since I was a little kid. I was just very connected to natural rhythms, the seasons, you know, paganism at the end of the day, you know, like that's, that's who I am. And not until recently did I really, I'm in upstate New York now and we kind of have, we call it our witch's circle. We have like a little coven and we meet on the new moon once a month at my wonderful friend Rose's house. And we all gather around the fire and we do witchy things. So, um, Fun. yeah, I like that you said that because, you know, I kind of started this conversation in a negative way, like this oh, so oversaturated. You have to be careful. And you're like, wait, this is, there are so many of us. It's so fun. But I will say, like, as much as I would consider myself a witch, I would never attempt to work with someone else from a career perspective because I don't. I feel like there's a certain amount of training and education in any industry, right? Whether you are a banker or a witch, that you really have to have you have to have experience behind you. And I guess for me, that's the responsibility of anyone. Oh, yes, totally. And you know, I think it I'm definitely coming from a place where I didn't tell everyone I was a witch for a long time. There were definitely times in my life where I did share that about myself and the response was not positive. And I mean, I even, <laughs> just a few days ago, I got uh, an email from someone on the internet who's currently praying for my soul, which, okay, uh, thanks. Oh, wow. Uh, not needed, but... Okay. And you know, there was a lot more to that email. So it's just, but something for me that I love to see is I think that a lot of this kind of like skepticism to outright hatred is because of a lack of information or fear. And I'm not excusing it. I just understand where it comes from. And so something that's important to me is like, I want to invite people in. I want to create spaces where people feel welcome to be curious and to ask questions and to learn more. I always want to learn more. I feel like I never want to get to a place where I'm like, oh, I know it all. How boring, totally. you know? And I think there's like, 
But I think it's so lovely. I mean, like I was saying earlier, I grew up on the Jersey Shore and there weren't so many options to learn about witchcraft as there are now. I think about all these incredible classes and workshops and uh, and even books too, because I feel like I learned so much. There was a great witchcraft AOL chat room that met on Sunday afternoons where I was like to think about, I have no idea who I was asking questions and chatting with, but <laughs> I learned a lot of great things. And I still have a lot of the books I got way back then. And I still look at them and reference them. And, but you know, there weren't like the cool. No. And the Jersey Shore, it's not like you grew up in Portland, (laughs) Oregon, you know, you're on the, you were on the Jersey Shore. So yeah, I can, I can imagine that that was at one time a, an isolating place to be within yourself, you know? But we find each other and- Yeah, it is so magical here, and it is such a magical place. It is. And it sure is. Being, you know, being by the ocean is wonderful. So I think that just if you feel curious, honor that curiosity. What do you say? Uh, now, I'm not talking about a skeptic who's abusive. I'm not talking about like the email you just got. But what do you say to plenty of people in my life? You know that. Are, are skeptical and don't believe. And what is it they're believing, right? What Like, let's break that down for a second. Right. I mean, I can't help but think about my, my mom is such a spiritual inspiration to me. So I will sometimes say something to her and she'll be like, you're standing right in front of them. Like, what is there to believe? And so we'll have a giggle about it. But I think it's like, it's like, what is your expectation? I get honestly like the most hilarious emails and DMs on Instagram sometimes where people are looking for all kinds of spell work. I've had people who've asked me to do spells to, to turn back time. Uh, do, that one I've gotten a few times. I'm just like, this isn't a science fiction movie. I mean, like, or if someone don't, knows that spell, I'd love to, I'd love to have it shared with me. I just think it's like, well, what? what do you think a witch is? Which like, honestly, I would love to know, like, what do you think a witch is? But um, what are you expecting me to, to do? So I, I mean, and again, I invite plenty of questions with, with respect and curiosity. But well, what is a witch? Is funny. What is a witch? Well, to me, a witch is about understanding your power, understanding your connection to all universal beings and the cosmos and other people, animals, plants, everything. And to me, understanding that power or attempting to understand it is very powerful. And understanding that power is powerful. (laughs) Oh, I didn't even hear that. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so, and like, And I think that a witch means what I think is so lovely about the concept of a witch is the witch is multifaceted. The witch doesn't have to be this. Like the witch doesn't have to be that. I feel like when I was younger, I totally had people say like, 
you aren't witty enough. Isn't it's always something you aren't this enough or you're too much of that and and not enough of this. And it was like I wasn't fitting their idea of what they thought the witch was. And when I was younger, that felt horrible, but now I do try to look at it as how incredible that the witch encompasses so much. And I feel like anyone can find something about a witch within them. And, but if you understand that you have an immense amount of power, you have an immense amount of impact and what you can do with that, I think is really incredible. So, and I just, I think that we're all, we really are all connected and we all have the power to help each other, to come together and create something that's so much bigger than ourselves. And those are a lot of the things I think about when I think about my place as a witch. Like for me personally, I want to make the world a better place. Like I want to do anything I can each day to do that, whether it's something small and it's impacting one person or I'm taking steps to have a larger impact. It's why it's so important to me to have rituals and ceremonies at places that can, can hold a volume of people to keep the ticket price accessible so that anyone who, if you feel curious, you can invest your time and energy and yes, your money into that experience. And I always like to create something I wished I had when I was younger, or I wish that I could have attended or I could have experienced where I could have understood that there are people who honor the moon, who appreciate having that space to dream to think about what is it that I want and how am I going to get there and just giving yourself that gift and then to even be able to do that with other people and amplify that energy all together and just understand like witchcraft is not weird it's not scary it is powerful and we all know that people have a hard time with power but to be able to do that and to understand that and to not forget the power of your intuition the power you have the ability to change your story that maybe you've been telling yourself. That's why I do what I do. I love that last thing you just said, the ability to change your story you've been telling yourself. You know, I think that for me too, you know, that is one of the most powerful gifts of of a witch and intuition and energy and, and power to be able to when you realize that things are not stagnant or stuck. And, you know, I think there's a point in all of our lives where we really don't realize that, you know, going into adolescence or whatever, everything is just so, what an adolescence. I didn't, I didn't understand this until I, I was 40, I don't think, you know, just this idea that, I always, I visualize it as like an orb and there's always another ring around the ring that the first ring that starts the orb and then there's another ring and it's like you can get to the thousandth ring and then it's that like aha moment where you're like, wait, there's another ring, you know? And that's always how I have, I'm a visual learner. Um, That's how I picture it and, and the moments in life when you realize you're unstuck when you, or maybe you don't, you're not unstuck in that moment, but you realize there's a way out, right? There's, there's a way out. 
Um, and those are some of the most beautiful moments in life, you know? I think that this very cliche meme or whatever thing on Instagram I've been saying, like pay I've been seeing pay attention to like the glimmers, right? I don't know if you've oh, yes, seen that. Yes. It kind of like that. mm-hmm. that's kind of like a cliche way of of describing what we're talking about. But yeah, no, thank you so much for because I think sometimes I think like, you know, w- we have these big concepts and ideas and sometimes I like to really simplify, you know, like what is it, right? Like that's why I was like, Sarah, what yeah. is a witch? You know, because I think it's it's important for people to understand that. So you pra- in your practice, you do tarot. What are what do you practice? So I do, I work with tarot. I work with the energy of color. And I do work with with herbs as well. And I love designing uh, ritual and spell experiences for, that's where I really get my creativity out and my inspiration together. Yes. So so excited. It's really fun. And then an extension of that is I've been making energy sprays and like baths that are, that are, function as a spell as well and those have been really fun it's really fun to just be in my kitchen and have all my spell stuff and ingredients and play and create and that's just something I always do if I'm feeling a little stuck I just go and like have fun with that and yeah that's something I've added to my business as well and I love this concept of having like getting your creative fix within like building a ritual. I totally get how that, I mean, I get my creative fix by doing this, right? Like this is like my art. I love sitting down with people. I go into a completely different dimension when I'm talking to someone. I usually am my best self, you know, my siblings whoever has brothers will understand this, but my brothers, Tommy and Alexander, like the first time they listened to the podcast, they're like, I'm not going to lie. I didn't even know who I was listening to because <laughs> you sounded That's so amazing. good. <laughs> you know, they're the same ones brothers. that like told me my thighs were big growing up. And that's like why I don't give a fuck um, about body image. But yeah, it's like, it's 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 whatever creative outlets cuz you exist in the art world you did exist in the art world you still do and it's like creativity comes in so many forms you know and i really feel that within within your craft m- more than most thank you i feel my best self when i'm inspired yes and you know and it's we cannot be inspired 24/7 as we know. No. But but doing the things I do to kind of connect to that part of myself really does make me feel like the best version of me. Yeah, I love and I lo- I don't I love the idea of I like what you just said. We can't be inspired all the time. And I think people with like big dreams and big passions and big energies, you know, sometimes we want to be inspired all the time. And I've learned recently, you know, to like 
take advantage of those moments. Like I, I really like I, I used to be like, oh my god, this is so bad that I'm watching like a true crime documentary. I'm not like using my brain. I'm not looking at art. Now I'm like when I I know when I need to just like shut down and we do not need to be inspired all the time. No. <laughs> like How right? Like it's like exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love my bed so much. My bed is like I invite you to lie in me and not be inspired. I will just hold you and you can watch TV. You can eat a cookie, you can read a book, you can do whatever you want to do. And it's like, that's my like kingdom of not having to be inspired. I love that. (laughs) I I love you. I'm just so happy. I'm just so happy to have you here. And before we move into the reading, I just want to let everyone know that I'm going to link all of the good things in our show notes. I'm going to link all of the good things about Sarah. Yeah. Instagram show notes, blog posts. So you'll be able to really explore everything that she has to offer, which is so much. And I'm even excited. I'm like, what is, I'm like, where is this, where are these sprays? Do you sell the sprays? I do. I do. Well, so that's that's where my money's going now. I got <laughs> like, you. Give me all yes. of the sprays and like the baths. I love that. I love a bath, you know, and I feel like it's very special if you have a bathtub, you know, and yes. especially I feel like in New York. Oh my God. Uh, but I've also, because I'm a Virgo, I do have a method to use the baths if you aren't a bath person. Cause I, can't, I want everyone to enjoy and feel magical. So none of us had baths living in the city. Like I didn't have a bath for, I remember when I came upstate, I had a bath and I was like, I was taking and it was winter. I would like take like two baths a night. I'd be like, let's do it again. This feels so good. It's so soothing. The Art Career is thrilled to announce its sponsorship from the New York Studio School for season four. Founded in 1964 as an intensive studio arts program with an emphasis on perception, Artists learning from artists and drawing as the most direct means of describing one's ideas or experiences. The Studio School offers an array of full-time and part-time programs that prioritize small classes and individual guidance from dedicated instructors distinguished in their fields. It is located in the heart of Greenwich Village in a national historic landmark building that was once home to the original Whitney Museum of American Art. The school invites you to join its free public programming, including the evening lecture series, which for more than half a century has been a cornerstone of the New York City art world and can now be experienced worldwide via live streaming. Visit nyss.org to enroll in classes, see what's on in the gallery, register for evening classes, and more. To learn more about full-time study at New York Studio School, schedule an in-person tour or a virtual meeting by emailing info at newyorkstudioschool.org.
So I feel that anything that is meant for you will always find you. So whenever someone is listening to this podcast, this reading is for you. So we're just going to tap into every iteration of time and dimension. And I'm going to read the energy for anyone who's listening to this show right now. We're so lucky. This is, this is fun and amazing. Oh, it's an honor and a pleasure for me to be of service and to provide this reading for you. So let's just take a deep breath in through our nose. And now exhale. And you know, any time that the world feels noisy, chaotic, or too much, all you have to do is close your eyes and take a deep breath, just like that. It's a nice, lovely little recenter. So let's do that one more time, taking a deep breath in through your nose. And exhale through your mouth. And when you're ready, you may flutter your eyes open. And we'll see what the cards have to say. I love tarot cards. I think it's so cool to see how artists interpret these beautiful archetypes, but I still pick up my Miss Cleo deck. Oh, this is lovely. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I think it ties into our conversation in quite a beautiful way. So I'm going to go through the cards one by one, and I'm going to tell you what our, our uh, reading is. So the first one I pulled is the Nine of Cups. And I like to think of this card as an invitation to make a wish. And especially like really leaning into your heart's desires and asking yourself, what do I want? Anything, anything at all. Dream as big as, as you possibly can, but allow yourself to make a wish. Then we have the two of wands and the two of wands is all about making a plan. And I love like wands are about our creativity too. So of course that's coming through and our inspirations, our passions, but um, it's, so it's one thing to wish. It's one thing to dream. But how are we going to make that dream a reality? Ooh, We're going to yes. use that two of wands energy. And I can't help but say too, when I think of that two of wands, I think of it here, especially in this uh, depiction, we see the figure is on a cliff, kind of like looking out at the expanse of what could be. So I always think of this as how exciting life gets at the edge of our comfort zones. So... I think really like, to me, I'm getting this affirmation of like a, a wish that's so big. It's almost like, ooh, like, ooh, could I, could I, I let myself that. want that? Yes. And then this is like truly uncanny. The final card is the magician and the magician is the ultimate manifester. So I got to tell you, whenever you're listening to this reading, if you let yourself dream really big and then create a plan to make that dream come true, it will. The magician has a lot of talents and skills, has the tools available. Like you've got theirs. So even I think sometimes when we dream really big, it can feel impossible. But 
all we have to do is go for it. Like have a little bit of confidence in ourselves to believe that we can make this happen because we are our own worst enemies. We are the ones who usually stand in our own way. And all of the cards are coming through to say, if you can dream it and do the work, you can have it. <laughs> and I think that's so, oh God, I'm just kind of letting it all settle in because that is quite literally like the podcast mantra, right? What I try to do is inspire other people through creative avenues to dream and to accomplish those wishes and dreams. And when I'm able to sit and talk to people like you, people at the top of their industry, people who have put the work in, people who do have the experience, people that care to share that. It's like, that's the gist of, of why we're here on the Art Career Podcast, you know? I mean, I, and for me, you know, I'm listening to this for me and for all of you, but that is, you know, we were just talking about how I visualize the rings outside of the sphere, you know, like these wishes that I allow myself to make um, and these dreams I allow myself to dream are 100% out of my comfort zone, you know? They are things that I most certainly did not know existed or believe in at some point in my life. And I just think that was the most magical reading. That's because it's true, Sarah. Like we really can do that, you know? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's just when we really allow ourselves to consider the possibilities and truly know what we want, we should go after it. This actually, this reading is reminding me of, um, I've been guiding a tiny witch and our, the first time we spoke, she was like, you're a professional witch. And I was like, I am. And she's like, I didn't even know that was a job. And I was like, I didn't either. And she's like, I want to be a, a, a professional witch. And I was like, you're so far ahead of me that you know that at nine. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> you know? And I was like, incredible. I was like, I was like, you're going to be far bigger and far better than me. I mean, you're incredible. And, and I believe in you and your parents believe in you and you've got this. And so I think it's just, we live in such a wild time. And I think we can really be unlimited. And it's sometimes you just need that reminder that you can do this. I mean, I feel like I do the seemingly impossible. So to be a witch is such a dream come true. And I always feel like if I could make that dream come true, anything, anyone else who's who's listening to a reading, who's attending one of my rituals or ceremonies, you've got this. You can have anything you want. You just have to let yourself want it and and do what you can to make it happen. Which is scary sometimes, but you kind of have to like push 
through that fear and just be like, because it's almost also like you let yourself go there and then the fear is that you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Nothing's worse than disappointment, right? And so it's it's allowing, but I mean, that's where the courage comes in. And yeah, I really, that was absolutely perfect. So review one more time the three cards that you chose. We have the Nine of Cups, the Two of Wands, and the Magician. That idea of disappointment, it's so crushing. And yes, a dream might not come true, but I think it's so much worse to not let yourself dream or not to even consider the possibilities or even try. And sometimes in that trying, we find the actual dream that we're really, you know? Right. It's it's (laughs) something else grows out of that journey. And you and I have both seen that. Like I, and it's about being like malleable and- yeah, moving into whatever that dream ends up being. Well, thank you so much for doing that. Um, And I love it that you're guiding this little nine-year-old witch. Don't you sometimes think like, if I knew my power at a younger age, I'm like, oh God, what would I have done? You know? I mean, I look at these younger generations that – get it, you know, and they're like, wait, I don't need permission from anyone, right? That's the big thing with me. It's like growing up, you think you need permission to dream big or I'm not talking about like breaking the rules. I'm saying like permission to, yeah, to, to, to think of anything or be anything and you don't need permission. You just don't. And that's such a concept, right? To just, you know, you you can do whatever you want to do, really. Well, thank you, Sarah. That was really special. Oh, I love being here. It's so fun. It's lovely to chat with you and talk about magic. (laughs) As someone extremely passionate about mental health, seeing a therapist is essential to my quality of life. We'd like to take this moment to announce how thrilled we are to partner with the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp. If you think you might be feeling anxious, depressed, or even just overwhelmed, being alone with your thoughts can be an isolating feeling. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. You just fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. It's that easy. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And just for the Art Career Podcast listeners, we will offer 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash T-A-C. That's better, B-E-T-T-E-R, help, H-E-L-P, dot com slash T-A-C. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring the Art Career Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Art Career. 
If you get value from this podcast, please consider helping me make more of these episodes by becoming an Art Career Premium member at theartcareer.supercast.com. That's theartcareer.supercast.com s-u-p-e-r-c-a-s-t dot com. And please don't forget to rate and review. Every rating counts. Thanks so much.